There was screaming, and there was music, and there was night, and there was rain. The storm tap-danced across the top of the Toyota. Josh and the stereo seemed to be in a contest to see which was loudest. The bawling was shrill, high-pitched, and gurgly. Each time Laurie nudged the volume dial to make the woman sing louder, the baby took its screaming to a new decibel level. It was screaming even louder than it had when she'd first taken it. She snapped and started screaming, too. Shut up! Shut up! She could feel her throat burn after yelling, the way it used to burn after screaming at a concert. For a moment, it seemed as though her voice would prevail as the loudest, but then it cracked under the weight of its own fury. She started to stammer and weep. Why the fuck won't you die? She'd gotten on to I-64 West two hours ago. All the crying should have worn out Josh's lungs. It couldn't have kept going on like this on such a limited air supply. Yet it did. She wished her mother could see all this. Then she'd believe Josh was the son of God. Only its divine parentage could explain its continued survival. She looked at the wobbly needle tracing her speed. The Toyota had held up well, given its age, but its speedometer was no longer one hundred percent accurate. It lurched forward and back erratically, even as she held the gas pedal down at a constant rate. All she could tell was that she was going somewhere in between sixty-five and seventy-five miles per hour. She knew just enough to feel assured she wouldn't get snared at any speed traps. She sure as fuck didn't need that right now. No cop would understand the necessity of putting her son in the trunk. A guy passed her on the left. Had to be going ninety. He had the interior lights on, and he seemed to be fumbling for something. Looking into his car, through the downpour, was like looking at a melting oil painting. She could make out a rough outline of him. Even the night and the rain and the speed couldn't obscure the fact he was well-muscled. She pulled even with him, turned on her own interior light, honked at him. He turned his interior light off. He didn't even look over at her, let alone honk back. When God had claimed her as one of his wives, he cast a spell on all the men of the world to prevent them from pursuing her. Maybe, she told herself, he's not looking because if he took his eyes off the road in this heavy rain, he'd be asking for trouble. But that was all wishful thinking. The truth was that God had chosen her, and she'd foolishly agreed to be chosen. Then he'd raped her. Then he'd marked her as his property. Then— just for good measure, he'd saddled her with a little piece of himself, a disfigured reminder of a monstrous night. Memories, like razor blades, started to slice trails through her brain. No, not now. She couldn't think about that stuff now, not while she was driving. She'd freak out if she let all the memories loose in her head while she was driving. She had a lore tab in her glove box. She took it. Then she'd turn the stereo volume up to the highest level— let the singer scream away the nightmarish past. The baby screamed louder. This had to end. The trunk wouldn't be enough to end it. The baby couldn't suffocate that way. It should have suffocated that way. Wouldn't any other baby have suffocated that way? Was air getting in? Was the trunk closed all the way? She'd hoped she could put the baby out of its misery, let it gradually lose consciousness from lack of oxygen— She'd thought the whole thing would be as painless as possible. She hadn't expected this. A brown sign along the roadway announced an upcoming state park, which one she couldn't read through the sheets of rain. Such places were typically nestled away in sparsely populated areas. No witnesses. 
She'd drive out there and bash the fucking kid's brains in. Hell yeah, just fling it against the asphalt over and over again. Gentle murder wasn't working. She'd have to be brutal. She took the exit and followed the curving road, drove over fallen branches, drove under a canopy of foliage so thick that, for a moment, there was a pause in the pounding on her car roof before the rain drumming started anew. There was a blur of road, and a blur of light, and a turn to the left, and a turn to the right, and then an animal, a fucking animal, the size of a deer, but looking more like a goat or a bull. No, having two heads, one of a goat and one of a bull, fucking standing there, soaked in the middle of the road. And she let out a shriek, and she avoided the beast, but then the road curved too sharply, and she remembered that she'd been needing new tires for a while now, and the road was too narrow, and— her whole world lurching, tumbling, 